Hey, this is Anthony. Welcome to Let's Watch Something. These early episodes were recorded with less than ideal equipment and in a completely untreated environment. So I'm sorry if the quality is complete ass. Things do get better as we go along, so I would understand completely if you jumped ahead a bit. But whatever your decision is, I hope you enjoy the show. I would like to get some stuff done. I have Photoshop now at the board. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to uh, create some new assets. We are rolling now. Oh. I was going to turn that so you can see it. So that's Dude. us moving right there. Um, um, this one doesn't give you a live uh, waveform mm-hmm. like Audacity does, but that's fine. So it's we're free. recording right now. Yeah. This okay. is us live. So <laughs> <laughs> we're back. Um this is Let's Watch Something with Anthony and Jacqueline now. Uh, you can call me Jack if you want. Make it a little easier and shorter. All right. So um, it's been a bit of a hiatus uh, for our two or three listeners out there. <laughs> Uno or dos. Uno or dos, yes. Si. Dos. Si. Dos aquí. Si. Dos aquí. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Let's get the giggles out of the <laughs> I found that. All right. So, um, we're back. We just watched a movie. We watched Cats. Cats! Ah! You're stealing my joke. Damn it. You stole my joke. I made that joke uh, while we watched the movie. (laughs) To tell you what I was thinking going into this movie, I knew it was hated. I knew people hated this movie. I knew how bad it was going to be, but... I thought I was going to enjoy it. And for about five minutes, I really, really did. No, there was a few parts that you, we both kind of got a little, like, choked up about. No, I mean, I mean, from the beginning of the movie. To the end, that five minutes? From the beginning to the, uh, to the end of the song, uh, The Naming of Cats. I was actually enjoying this. I wasn't. I really, I... Because well, I've seen Cats. I have seen the musical. It was done uh, by a high school group, but it was done by a really talented high school group. Yeah, I've never seen talented high schoolers. So I saw, <laughs> I've seen it live. I've watched the original uh, filmed version that oh, they the, put out on DVD. The Zazzy DVD version, oh, the yeah. one, the, the snippet that you showed me yes, with the yes. rum tum tugger, whatever, who just kind of like thrusted everything. Yes. So. <laughs> I had a bit more of perspective going into this than you did. Yeah, because I never saw any of Cat... I, I hardly even know the song Memories. There, there are some songs that have permeated, like Memories, That's of course. That's the only one I've ever heard of. But... And it's... Yeah. It's... <laughs> Cats is weird to explain to people even before the movie came out. Just a bunch of half-naked people running around thrusting at things. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, um... Before the movie even came out, there the trailers looked terrible. The trailers oh, looked yeah, really bad. Oh yeah, they were bad. hilarious. That's Hilariously exactly why bad. I wanted to see this. Um, it was necessary. The movie came out and it completely bombed. Oh yeah, that was to, to nobody's surprise. Yeah, I don't. It was gonna. That. It was gonna be terrible. We knew this. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, however, I was not prepared for exactly 
the kind of terrible it was. I was expecting um, shoddy filmography. Like, mm-hmm. I was expecting technically poorly, poorly executed craftsmanship. However... Which, to an extent, there was some. The opening, the colors, the, the choreography were really, really good. It was very stylized and beautiful. They used a lot of purples and, and uh, deep blues and some orange in the sky. And it, it gave this really awesome theatrical look. And I think that it worked for the first uh, five or ten minutes. And then... And then it never really went anywhere. It all started to look samey. This, it captivated me for a solid minute. It's like, oh, and, pretty. And Attention's then it been diverted. It, it just stayed the same. <laughs> yeah, but all those cats. I just, okay, so... The, <laughs> I grew up in a, in a house in the country. And I just could recognize all those types of cats. Because there were so many stray cats just chilling. There's like the fat orange cat just chilling. So that's the inside cat. That's like the one that, you know, was like, okay, I'm fat, I'm orange, and you're going to feed me because I'm Garfield, basically. <laughs> I I wanted to like Rebel Wilson. I mean, I still do. I wanted to like her in Cats, though. I mean, I don't care. I still love her. I didn't like... I just want to watch her undress again. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, in in the song <laughs> she, "Gumby Cat," which is Rebel Wilson's fucking uh, number. Oh, sorry, it, Rebel Wilson's number is uh, "Gumby Cat," and she strips, but she's a cat, so she unzips a her cat suit, fur. her fur, her skin. She pulls off her skin, and underneath, she's, she's got wearing, the same skin, but she's wearing like a a bomb red dress. It's this. It's this cute. Okay, it's not even a dress. It's like the little, was, like little shorts, and, then and the like vest. the little. So it's got a little vest and it's got like cute little music notes on it because it reminded me of like show, like show choir stuff that I like, I would have worn during show choir. Right. And, um, Gumby Cat is when the movie really kind of started to go off the rails. Eh? I mean, okay, maybe for you. That's, I was, that's it was, when it was getting it was, right on Jacqueline's rails. <laughs> Jack was loving, loving I was from that loving that stuff. Just watching Rebel Wilson fall around. <laughs> Like, honestly, that's hysterical. But that's where I started to to hate it, was um, the unnecessary slapstick. Because that's not the crowd they should have been uh, aiming for. Yeah, don't... They were were making... uh, They were dumbing down the humor. They were making it, like, slapstick for kids. And there were going to be no kids interested in this whatsoever. I... Yeah, and then the the crotch shots for like uh, what was it the one the fat cat that fell and hit his crotch on something yeah that just reminded me of like you you have to think like about jackass humor exactly uh, when a movie when you want to talk about whether a movie is successful or not like you know how art is subjective you know it some people like different things some people like the That's, first five minutes crotch of cats. shots are not art <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna back you up on that. But most importantly is uh, the question, who is this movie for? Cats has an odd lack of identity in that it didn't want to lean too hard to the musical theater crowd. Because when the trailer first dropped, there was a lot of hate for it. But a lot of my friends were excited. They wanted to see this. They were ready for this. A live action. A modern modern film adaptation adaptation of Cats. Uh Because... 
Going back to how I felt about the opening, I wasn't looking at it like a live action people wearing cat suits. I was looking at, at it. I was looking at it as a as a piece of animation. Okay. Because a lot of it was animated, animated. over the actors. The, the, <coughs> the suits were not, that's not what they recorded them in. I mean, those suits, though, you could see everything. They didn't have to do that because they recreated so much of everybody's body structure. You could have there were covered so many... certain things a little better. Yeah. All you could see was the, the girl's pubic mount. <laughs> yeah, it was gross. And <laughs> the movie... And the character designs shined when um, when they had longer hair. When cats had longer fur, mm-hmm. it looked better. Because the main one, Victoria, who was played by a, a dancer, mm-hmm. and she sang like a dancer. Because she can't sing. I mean, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. She, she could hit notes. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, she, yeah. She was better than me. And <laughs> My standards for good singing aren't that high. Like, I can tell when it's the weak link in the chain. And uh, for our lead in, in this in Cats, yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't a singer. She was She's a just... phenomenal dancer. Yeah, every every single movement she made was, was a dancer's movement. From just reaching out her hand to even, like, cocking her head to the side. Like, everything about her body movements just screamed, I'm a dancer. Watch my body movements. Look at this gracefulness. And it's like, holy cow, okay, I get that. I can see it. <laughs> yeah, she when she wasn't talking or singing, she was amazing. <laughs> that is actually terrible to say. <laughs> when she wasn't actually performing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. When she was moving. She, she was great. great. That better? There you go. Okay. Be, focus more on the positive. <laughs> yes, focus more on the positive, like um, Sir Ian McKellen. That's my new cat. <laughs> Jack is going to get a cat and name it Sir Ian McKellen. And what was the other one I was going to get? Crap. Oh, no, I don't remember now. Magical Mr. Mistopheles? No. No, you weren't going to do that? Nah. I can't steal your your username. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be my screen name in high school. Was Mr. Mistopheles. It was ten it was almost ten years ago now, okay? Oh yeah, you're old. I'm old. You're older. A little bit. Yeah, you're older than me. Deal with it. There are there were a lot of moments that I felt that they were approaching Greatness. Greatness. Not really. They were close to creating a competent product in certain moments. But sometimes they panned out really far. And the group shots just seemed so underwhelming. You you were no longer looking at this crowd dancing. You were looking at 30 animated cats, and it wasn't as interesting anymore. <laughs> it was overwhelming as far as, like, too much junk in one scene. Like, there yeah. was, like, the, the edges were kind of crowded by, like, all the scenery and, like, like the, the they buildings. Did a, they did like a great job of making it's it cool. look good. That looked cool. And and Jack but, Jack disagrees with me heavily on this, but I feel like um their size was their, perfect. No, because perfect. they kept going back and forth between being bigger and smaller and there weren't like there was no consistency with that. There, I feel like there was consistency mm. except that they were stylizing they were like this so big many on the things. railroads. And if you can't see it, I'm literally whole. It's probably about the size of my thumb. <laughs> what? They. 
<laughs> I just, I don't think that there was as much inconsistency as you think. It felt like they were very, it's, okay, so, like, they were big enough to, like, knock over and topple over trash cans and but climb yeah, into those. The, the railway, they, uh, but the railway, the railway, they were, like, were super, super tiny on the railway. The one thing I couldn't <clears throat> stand were the mice. Okay. The, the, they were, it, like. The itty-bitty mice. They were like they were, the size of a real mouse would be in comparison to a in human. In comparison to, yeah. <laughs> they were gross. And, and Gross? Yeah, there was just something kind of gross about something that small. And they sounded like children. Okay, but they're mice. They probably do sound like children. Well, when I think of about, when I think about a mouse or a rodent mm-hmm. in something like a movie, I think of Templeton the Rat. I think about. Uh, I guess I don't know that because I'm not a, uh, not a nerd. <laughs> Jack's trying very hard to not act to on swear. her best behavior. I'm a. I have a filthy mouth. I appreciate the attempts. It's very. It's. I'm very happy with you. Yay! <laughs> the, the pacing, terrible. The story. <coughs> Terrible. I don't even. I, I. Okay. From from beginning to end, all I know is they wanted to try to have another life, or some of them wanted to try to have like another life um, for some reason. So I have no no background on what actually happened or what the real story is behind. I'm tapping. Uh, what the real story is behind the uh, the, the musical. So, for those of you unaware, Cats is about a group of cats. Yeah. Called Jellical Cats. And once what does a that year, mean? they have their Jellical Ball, where old Deuteronomy selects one cat to be reborn in a new Jellical life. And the first half is cats going to the ball and introducing characters. And uh, that's it. The second half is more characters. And then Deuteronomy makes a decision. There's not much of a plot, and there certainly is not an antagonist. They decided to throw one in there, apparently. I wouldn't know, because, like, I've never seen it before. So, like, uh, this guy just pops in, just snaps his finger, and, like, Thanos as everyone disappears, and, like, just throws him on a barge, apparently. For those of you keeping score, that is two jokes that Jack stole from me. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would have said it anyway, like, yeah. but you said it first. I did say it first while we were watching the movie. Uh, <laughs> he's a mysterious cat in the musical. He's just a cat that disappears. He's a mischievous cat. Not quite like Mungo, Jerry, and Rumpelteaser knocking shit down and ripping shit apart. <laughs> Macavity is just a cat that disappears. He's like, I'm he, here, I'm gone. What yeah, up? He's gonna he's gonna do the same things, but he's gonna be sneaky about it. And they decided to turn him into the villain. And I didn't like it. Because introducing stakes and a risk to cats means that those stakes and the that tension needs to be released and it needs to uh to, to reach a satisfying conclusion. There needs to be a resolution now. Oh, he did because the end... Oh, well, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for probably the worst movie of 2019. It's okay. Enjoy it. (laughs) Nobody's going to listen to this anyway. Yet. (laughs) um, Mr. Mistopheles, my favorite song from the original and my favorite character from the original. The cutest cat in the world. Became upstaged our, our protagonist here. 
by being the one to save Deuteronomy when she was kidnapped, which is all so forced and it didn't blend into anything at all. Do you feel me there? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm glad that he was the one who got him, uh, got her to like come back, though. But right, because he was adorable, and all I wanted to do was hug him. I don't, I literally don't care about this whole movie except for the fact that like there were like that cute cat, the cute tuxedo cat. I love cats. <laughs> and the, as I said, the stakes, this conflict that didn't belong. It killed the pacing of the song Mr. Mistopheles, and it ruined it. you got to show me, like, the original version of I, that. I will. Of course I will. <laughs> um, I feel that a lot of the reorganizations, the recompositions, and the structuring that they did to create a more cohesive narrative, while not cohesive... It wasn't. It served some of the songs pretty positively. Mm, I wouldn't know. Yeah, you wouldn't know, but... However, Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. Ooh. We're, we're going to put a pin on that, because... <laughs> That's as, something we both want to talk about. Yes. <clears throat> um, as, as I was saying, some of the recompositions and some of the restaging of these songs and some rearranging, it served it really well, because it made some of the characters that were not going to be important, like uh, Gumby Cat or Buster for Jones, they got out of their way early, and their songs were just, you know, trouncing about being dirt, goofy. Dirt, 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 I'm a fat cat. Look at me be remarkably fat. Exactly. Boom. And then when we get to the ball, and we get to the cats uh, dancing <laughs> together, we then get Sir Ian McKellen performing his song as Gus the Theater Cat. He's my cat. I love and him now. While Ian well, McKellen um, is too good is for not this a movie, singer, he's too good for this movie. And <laughs> if you don't know the song, if you, the viewer, listener, don't know the song, I don't know it either. So um, we're both on the same page. Gus the theater cat is exactly what we just saw. It's basically the same thing. Uh, a <clears throat> cat who uh, used to hang around theaters and would be on stage, and uh, as he got older. Much like actors getting older, looking oh, back on his life. You're pulling out. You're pulling my point. I so, am. I am. Yeah. Because I wanted to segue mm -hmm. naturally into talking about Sir Ian McKellen. Um, I told you there was a moment I want to talk about mm -hmm. with Sir Ian McKellen, and it it does indirectly uh, relate to this movie. While filming The Hobbit, mm -hmm. uh. When the first one came out, uh, Unexpected Journey, about three or four years ago at this point, he, he had done all three Lord of the Rings movies as Gandalf. And when he was doing The Hobbit, they replaced the set with a green screen. And uh, he sat at a green table with green chairs beside him alone, reciting lines. Whereas in when recording Lord of the Rings, he sat in a normal-sized room with people beside him, and they did all that digitally afterwards all the shrinking and growing and they they uh they superimposed stuff you know they shot they shot the small people in a larger version of the room and gandalf was in a, the regular size version of the room and they they, they snipped it together to minimize visual effects um and there is a famous picture you can look it up later of sir ian mckellen in full gandalf costume he look he it's a series of pictures, which is even more heartbreaking. He's sitting there at the table. He hangs his head down, and then he puts his his, his face in his hands, and he's sobbing. And the people on set with him, consoling him, he says, 
This is not why I became an actor. Oh my heart. And that Don't do that. That's heartbreaking me. story. This was shot on blue screens and with actors in motion capture suits. It had a lot of the same stuff, but Ian McKellen, Sir Ian McKellen, playing the role of Gus, kind of fits with this uh, this idea. Because the theater, as Gus says, certainly is not what, what it was. The art of acting and filmmaking has changed, and this is actually a pretty good role for Him. Sir Ian McKellen. Because it suits his life it now. Suits his like life. that's what I was mentioning previously yeah. during that song. I was like, "Oof!" I that bet he was, feels it, doesn't he? <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, asparagus, Gus, the theater cat. Was I would, the first moment in the movie for the entire runtime up until that point where I felt something. Mm-hmm. Most of it was just oh, <laughs> genitals. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just keep going back to it, but if it's, there's so much crotch. There's so much crotch. There is a lot <laughs> of crotch. And booty, 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 booty rocking everywhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> Gandalf's performance is probably the strongest thing in the first hour of this movie. Was it an hour long? The no, strongest thing in the second half of the movie. The Ooh, second hour of the yes. movie. Yes. Was uh, Judy Dench singing Memories? No, Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. Jesus Christ, look at me. <laughs> well, Judy Dench was in it, so Judy at least Dench you were. Was in it, and I think she was also great. She was a cat, an yeah, old they lady were, cat. They were all cats. Yeah, they were. So, <laughs> well, Judy Dench, I thought she was great, but Jennifer Hudson. I'm sorry, I got the name stole wrong. Stole the, the show. show. This was the reprise of the song from the beginning of the movie. She had so much emotion. In the second one. Well, the first part was The first like, one was kind of It was it got to, got I'm me a little bit like oh. in a meh gesture. Meh. Meh. So the first <laughs> performance of Memory not great. It was it, fine. It had it became way more hostile because I again they wanted to put tension in there. <laughs> the cats instead of uh mourning the degradation of her life were hostile to her for being a dirty street cat. You know, they're hissing at her, they're they're jumping at her, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna attack her and, and, and they're and, like, oh hell no, get this bitch out of here. Yeah. This and, isn't and that's like, what that's our first time street. hearing the most iconic song of cats. Yeah, that's the only one I knew of it. Right. But the reprise at the end of the movie. Oh, was I actually cried? Like not even kidding. Beautiful, mm-hmm. absolutely beautiful. If you're gonna watch Cats, and I do believe everybody should watch Cats. I don't, but you know, go ahead. Watch it for uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson singing, singing memory. memory. It was. It, it made the whole movie worth it to me. I cried. Yeah. Like, not many movies or any... Okay, a, a lot of things made me cry. But <clears throat> she had so much so much power and emotion behind everything. Like, you could see it in her face. You could see, like, the, the pain in, like, yeah. her face as she's just, like, belting it out. And she's a phenomenal singer on top of that. So that part was 
like I'm a, I'm a I love music. Like I'm a music nerd with like amazing singers. That's why I was kind of like, oh, this little dancer. She's kind of like, oh, really boring sounding. However, Jennifer Hudson. She moved me. I was looking up um, that that dancer's name one more time. Francesca something or other. (laughs) The last name is now something or other. I don't even care. Okay, so the top-billed cast on IMDb, which shows you... She's uh, top. Top build. This is not always the highest paid, but it corresponds with the highest paid. It correlates, rather, Mm -hmm. with the highest paid people in a movie, usually. Number one, Jennifer Hudson. (laughs) Top build. She deserved it. Number two... Judy, Judy Dench. Dench. Old Deuteronomy is a major role in this in the in, in the musical. <laughs> so I feel like yes. Uh, next up is Taylor Swift as Bamba Lorena. The she slutty sang, cat. She sang the song about um getting Idris Elba's character. I'm now scrolling to find him. Uh, McCavity. Yes, it is cavity, like a teeth cavity. Because I had already forgotten. <laughs> After Taylor Swift is Robbie Fairchild, Monku Strap. I don't know which one that one is anyway. I think that is our uh, Daniel Radcliffe slash Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. He 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 kind of offers as Robert an John- MC. Robert Downey Jr. eyes. Yeah. I thought he looked like Daniel Radcliffe mostly because he had a British accent and Jack thinks he had Robert Downey Jr. eyes. And, and seeing him without the makeup, he does. He 100% looks like uh, a junior Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. <laughs> I like Jr. Jr. better. Uh, next up is Jason Derulo as the Rum Tum Tugger. Let me look at him. He Let did. Me... He did a pretty good job. While I still stand that oh, the yeah. original he is was better. Hot. While the original is better, I, he was... I think Jason Derulo did a great job. He was really good, especially with what you showed me. Like, yeah, from the original like DVD, like cats. Thing, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, he was sassy, and I'm pretty sure that cat's gay. But Absolutely, like the gayest cat. They just, they just were like, okay, get on here and gay as hard as you can. Next just up, like <laughs> next up on our cast list. Um, this is not just reading it because I want to give credit. This is reading it because the IMDb top build cast list makes no sense. Next. Daniela Norman, Demeter. I don't know who Demeter is. Demeter? Demeter? Love Demeter. <laughs> any any diehard Cats fans, if you can tell me who in Cats Demeter is, I'll appreciate it. Is it Demeter or Dimitri? Uh, one word, D-E-M-E-T-E-R. Played by Daniela Norman. Let me look at her. Next up is your boy. Your boy. Stephen McRae as Skimble Shanks the Railway Cat. That's AKA my boyfriend. The cat that was wearing red pants. Red pants. High-waisted, super high-waisted red pants with suspenders. Hold on. And a fancy-ass mustache with it curling up. Like, oh, yes. And he tap dances. Most of the characters in the movie were wearing outfits. Not really. Some of them were. But Just like, like uh, little Buster accessories. Jones was wearing a coat. Uh, None of them were wearing Rob pants, Tom though. Tom was wearing a coat. Buster for Jones had, a, had, a jack, had pants. Did he? Yeah. He was, oh, yeah. He okay. was wearing a full suit. 
However, this is how much I pay attention. However, it was the Jellicle Ball. There were wide shots with dozens of cats dancing, and one, one with red pants. Pants. One with pants, and that was Skimbleshanks. Before we were even introduced to him, so I was, I was just making fun of this character. I didn't even realize he was going to be showing up of importance later. I was hardly important, really, though. Was that really important? No, it was... Like, literally, there was nothing about this movie that was like, anything were, really of importance. There were three cats that performed at the Jellicle Ball. <clears throat> Gus, Skimbleshanks, and... The the Jennifer Hudson Yes, cat. Uh, Jennifer Hudson. Glamour something. Uh, Grizabella the Glamour Cat. Yeah, Grizz, Grizabella. Wow. That's cute. Let's just take a moment to appreciate the that names our of the favorite cats. part oh. of the movie. We forgot. No, I because didn't. because I could not remember who the last performer at the Jellicle Ball was. I didn't forget. That, I'm just saying, if a movie is that forgettable, <laughs> and I'm I'm speaking for myself, if a movie is that forgettable, it's done something wrong. Next up is uh, James Corden, who played Buster Jones. Yes, please. Naomi Morgan, who was Rumple Teaser. I don't know anything about that. Don, Danny Collins, who was Mungo Jerry, and that was the... Mungo G- Jerry and Rumple Teaser. Wow. Okay, how much drugs did the, the writer of this musical have to be on in order to come up with all these names? You're these talking cats? about Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber? Yeah, drugs much? Like, this is... The, the names... Mm-hmm. The general plot and most of the lyrics come straight from T.S. Eliot poems. Oh gosh, these suck. This is now. <laughs> this is entirely like uh, C.S. Lewis's mm-hmm. Jabberwocky. Just absolute nonsense. absolute nonsense because okay. it's all about cats. The <laughs> idea for the the idea for for the book of poems was just the secret life of cats, which is. <laughs> The poems are great. The cult, he's an amazing writer. The idea was uh, the language and the way that cats communicate has to be beyond strange and bizarre. And that's I think that the, he did that pretty well. <laughs> Laurie Davidson, Mr. Mistopheles, Faye Rowley, Jelly Oro. What? And finally, Francesca Hayward, Victoria. Our protagonist. The main character. The main character. The, the the person that witnesses this, and by proxy, us, the audience, is witnessing this Jellicle Ball. Without this character there, we would not have seen this because we would not have been following her to it. If that makes sense. She is. We are witnessing. After about, her about 10 or 15 people. And below her is Idris Elba McCavity. Why is he below her? He is... He's a pretty big celebrity. Mm-hmm. He's beautiful. He he is. A beautiful man. So that's just to give an idea of like how ass backwards the production was. I thought There's, there were more stars in it than, than this, though. I thought there was The stars that are in it are big. Idris Elba, Jason Derulo, Taylor Swift, James Corden. No, Jay, you, you didn't even know who the who he was. His name was in the trailer. That means he's a celebrity. Well, yeah, but you didn't know who he was. So? <laughs> I had to tell you he did things. That's fair. <laughs> they focused so hard on getting Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, of course. Um, Tay-Tay? T-Swift? And 
They focused real hard stylizing it and making it its own thing, which is not a good idea. It's not by any means a bad idea. Um, it is something that could have been done well. Could have been done better. Could have been done better for sure. Yes. And what I told Jack, yes, which I will always say, mm-hmm. if you look back to the 1998 DVD release of the original Broadway musical, Cats. You will believe, as I believe. As I believe. They tried too hard. Did they? The, yes. Cats 2019 oh. tried way too hard. Oh, yes. Okay. They could have put these same people in skin-tight cat outfits with dance belts, done the same thing with the background. You know, you know, procedurally, mostly computerized, but there's a lot of stuff that's actually there. And some of the sound design was pretty good. However, they didn't need to try nearly as hard with the cats themselves. Oh, and you as your sound nerd, you hated the breathing. Yes. <laughs> face over, or palms over face, by the way. He just steamed up his glasses because are, he was so frustrated. As a musical, this, this movie has multiple dance breaks. And the entire time we are hearing... <sighs> It sounds like a porn. In really soft and emotional moments. Well, I think that's the point of those one moments, though. Sometimes just to hear the breath can be like a move, like in in and of itself. It can be be a sensual thing. I get it. But there there were some with group numbers where they had, you could hear the breathing. It was (laughs) to steal a quote from an old friend of mine. I don't like to see the actors working hard. If an actor is doing something incredible... It will look better if they made it look effortless. That sucks, though, because it they're is. human beings they and are. they're not robots. They, I totally agree with that. However, if you're going to be watching somebody do the Nutcracker and they're sweating the entire... Like, not just, not just damp, but covered in sweat beyond all reasonable measure. How does a human being... Out of breath. Sorry. And barely keeping up. Mm-hmm. That's not a good performance. To an extent, you wanted to believe that this is something that they are able to do. And if you're watching them struggle to get it done, then it doesn't feel like they were the right choice. And, and my friend, of course, he was a director. So he may have a more, uh, a more extreme opinion on that than I do. I'm, I'm very like, I'm very like, oh... They're doing it. Good job for them. I don't even care. Like, struggle. You you worked hard for this. Good job. <laughs> I agree, though. Yeah. It's nice to see them accomplishing it. Mm-hmm. But to hear their struggled breaths was <laughs> kind of unappealing. I mean, I had to hear you walk up those stairs. <laughs> and I have to hear myself on the daily, so... I'm very self-conscious about how loud I breathe. I'm sorry. It's a joke. I'm all jokes. You should be more self-conscious about how loud you eat. <laughs> I'm sorry. But now I'm going to start being self-conscious no, about that. don't. I'm just joking. Please don't take me seriously. These are jokes. So, to... <laughs> in conclusion... I? Not nearly as bad as I was expecting it to be. 
not as good as I had hoped it would be. Oh. Re- realistically, I wanted to enjoy this, and a little bit, a little bit I did. It's got a lot of flaws, and it is a pretty bad idea. You know? Who decided that this was going to be a good idea? I don't know. Tom, what's his, what was the director's name? Tom. Tom. Tom Bombadil. Tom. Tom. Hooper. Tim, Tom Hooper. Tom Hooper. Uh, director of King's Speech, Les Miserables. I mean, I don't know if he directed these. These are just what pop up when I look up his name. <laughs> Tom, you did a... You did a bad. You did a bad. Shame on you. <laughs> you did a oopsie. Shame. <laughs> yeah? And before we even watched this, I told you, I have I have an opinion of this. A missed opportunity. Because nobody wanted to give it a proper shot. This movie was bad, but it was a special kind of bad. A pretty entertaining kind of bad. I did not hate myself watching this like I have with other movies that are really terrible. Like what? Shut up. I have to think of one. <laughs> Don't tell me to shut up. Shut up. Shut up. See, I can't think of bad movies. I'm not good at that. Oh, Reeker? It's a horror. It. Oh, it's a horror movie. We're going to watch that one. Yep, now we have to. <laughs> um, this movie was a special kind of bad, and especially with how excited the theater com- community was about it, this potentially could have been a new Rocky Horror Picture Show. Hear me out. My stomach just turned. How dare you? Hear me out. Hear me out. Please hear me. My hat hit the mic. Do it. Please hear me out. Continue. Drunken. Uh Outrageous, rambunctious watch parties with a room full of theater people singing along, making fun of it, laughing at it. Sounds like a pretty good time. If they were aware that this was going to be terrible. Rocky Horror Picture Show has its moments, but it's not that great. It's terrible. It's absolute garbage. It is. There is no plot to it. There's no plot. The characters don't make any sense. The plot doesn't make any sense. The music's The songs are even... Come on. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm gonna. I'm gonna what go. What happened to Saturday night? No. You dressed up sharp and it felt alright. No. It ain't been the same since cosmic light came into my life. Touch it, touch it, touch it, touch me. I wanna be dirty. These are fun Fill songs me, to me, sing. Fulfill me. These are creature of the night. These are fun songs. <laughs> And, and isn't the Rum Tom Tugger is a curious cat? Isn't that fun? I mean, I guess. Like, if you want to watch a big dark man gyrating sexually in front of you for, like, 20 minutes. Who doesn't? <laughs> Accurate. Boom. Pound it. <laughs> there is an aspect of watching this, like a Rocky Horror Picture Show screening, that could be capitalized on. And I feel like, if given the proper chance... If given the right uh, amount of bad, it's got the right amount of bad. It's got the oh, right. believe me. Um, the music's competent. There's nothing. There's nothing like poorly made about it. No, it's poor. It's terrible. It was garbage. The movie. No, is, it wasn't that bad actually. It's very good. 
there is a big difference between a bad movie and a badly made movie. There are not very many badly made movies anymore. A movie can be bad with its plot, with its writing, with its execution, but the best you can say about this is it was competently done. The cinematography at times was good. The costume designing was good. Mm. Some of the some of the outside stuff looked really awesome. I'm gonna really disagree awesome. with the costume design because there was not really a costume design. It was just cats in like coats. Sometimes cats. Uh, what's they his had, face looked well, absolutely naked. Treating treating their their cat body as a costume. Okay, I guess they were they were all distinct and unique enough. You you maybe once did I mistake one cat for another. I. Wasn't must have not been paying enough attention because they all I thought they were all the, the same. The background cast. They were all, literally they were all Daniel Radcliffe and Rebel Wilson. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, of course they were. Um, a lot of the background cats, sure, kind of blend into each other, but uh, the principal cats who all got solos, they did a pretty good job of making them all look relatively different, except for Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser, who are supposed to be like twins siblings, you know, of the same uh, litter. Let's give ourselves a nice, short review, one each. Not as bad as you think it is, not nearly as good as you want it to be. <laughs> Eloquently put. I say, I say give this a watch. Honestly, yeah. Um, it's not as bad as you'd... Think. And I think it's not it, as bad as people made it out to be. I think what helped is not watching it on a big screen. You yeah, I mean? not seeing all the seeing, gyrating seeing crotches these cats in your face. At twenty feet tall, I might be saying it's something different. Watching it on a regular TV, it, it's not. It doesn't look as bad. Oh, there were reminders that it's it was three D though. <laughs> Like getting right up in your face about oh, random yeah. crap. There's always they always they, I hate when they do that in movies where. Something pops out of the screen. It only happened a couple of times. I'm surprised it only happened a couple of times. I love those reminders in the horror movies. Like, a knife come... Like, yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. It's it's really bad in... Um, so, there's a lot of... I mean, I'm a little biased. I think that movies made for children, they can be really good. So family movies, animated movies, I love them. Something like Toy Story <clears throat> having something jump out, you, out at you, jump out at you, I don't like it. Because it's not an artistic choice. It's a choice made for that... To cater to the 3D crowd. Yeah, the people that are going to go see a movie in 3D, the families that are going to go see it, it's just bad. Which is, again, who is this movie made for? It's made for theater people. Theater people. Nerds. Nerds. I wouldn't... (laughs) Nerds. They didn't go nearly as hard into it as they should have. And like I say, this was a missed opportunity where... It could potentially become a fun thing for theater people to watch. Yeah. There is another movie that is a missed opportunity for the exact same thing, only because not many people saw it. Jack, Uh what do you know of a little movie called Repo, the Genetic (sighs) Opera? Oh, my lord. Yes. Um, uh, Oh, God, I can't... um... The 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 the, the zydrate comes in a little glass vial. A little glass vial. A little glass vial. Yes. <laughs> I can't feel nothing at all. If you want that experience of a Rocky Horror style, 
Rocky Horror, horror Style Watch with a Crowd of People. It's going to be our next movie. Repo, the genetic opera. I didn't know you knew that. I love that. Oh my that. god, it is one of my favorite movies of all time. Really? I don't think it's on my list. You didn't give me that. Like, you didn't say that on your list. I don't think I did. Um, but it's up there. I absolutely love it. I rewatched it recently, and I said, yes, we're going to do this on the podcast. You so said yes to the dress? I said yes to the dress, and I said, <laughs> let's dress to impress. But first... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we do have a... Uh, Email address, that's going to be watchsomethingpod at gmail.com. You can follow us at LWSPod on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Jack is going to be joining me for a few more episodes. Uh, probably just going to stick around, right? Whatever. Sure. I'm here. And, I don't uh, do anything on Sundays. I don't, know, I don't know about putting out episodes weekly, but I do want to put out more episodes. But uh-huh. until then, Jack, let's watch something. Let's watch something.